we're back. Here we go. And, just and perfect the timing. <laughs> I don't know if anyone can just hear that. Just in time for the fire sirens. <laughs> they haven't prayed for us outside. Yeah. If we started out. Yeah, they, they heard it was episode 31, and they were like, oh, boys, Sound we got the you. alarm. Woo, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it doesn't show up that much on, uh, like, the actual recording as it does when we hear it. Like, we hear it in the headset, in the microphone, but it doesn't show up as much. Oh, does it not? I don't think so. So people just think we're being crazy. Maybe. Okay, that's we're fair. We're just making shit up. We're just hearing things. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. What's up? Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us on this early morning. Well, I think uh, mid-afternoon. It's afternoon now. Yeah, this is early morning in California. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, so for all you West Coast but, uh, people, good morning. Good morning, everybody. See who we got out here. Justin Johnson, Tim Parker, Chris Crowder, Jimmy Shooter. Jimmy Shooter. Al DeLega. Jimmy should have been a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, up, everybody. Dude, by the way, Jimmy, we got... I'm. Me and Austin got to make a trip out to your ramp, dude. I told him. I was like, yo, next time you have like a barbecue jam thing, whatever. It looks way too chill. It. I know. It looks way too chill. <laughs> it looks way too chill. <laughs> it's been too chill there lately. Yeah, you guys did a good job on that ramp. It looks legit as fuck. It does. Yeah. It looks good. He has a crazy story behind it, too. We got to tell you about it. Oh. We yeah. got to have him on, too. And Majette. So Maybe we, we'll do it that day when we, we do it. We got to do another Philly trip. There anyway. we go. Okay. Maybe we could do it on the on the mini ramp. No, we uh, gotta keep that for skating. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> we'll do like the 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 MTV games and shit. Like we'll be here, and then the mini ramp will be in the background when people mm-hmm. skating. That'd be sick. That would be cool. Yeah, we could call people out and and live. And in order for that, we'd have to have like a complete '90s like garb or wardrobe <laughs> just to make it like fitting. Like you know, I'll be Pat Parnell. Yeah, and you can... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have a. will hum- be AJ Jackson. A helmet with hyper stickers. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Lightning TRS doing hand hand plants. Shoot, it'll be all about that. He's down with that. I think he might have some of that gear at his house. Maybe. He's such an OG. He, Maybe. He, he, he seems like the kind of guy that I never saves asked him things. About that. I never asked him about that. He seems like the kind of guy. that type of guy. He seems like the kind of guy that's like, yo, check out this like really old blade thing I have. I bet, dude. Watch him. Watch him when that. we go to his house. He's going to be like, yo, check out these really old skates. I'm, I'm curious about that now. Yeah. He'll, he'll bring, like, when we have him on the episode, he's going to bring out, like, dude, check Like, like Ryan Jack will put a so. box of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's be like, dude, check this out. We'll see. We'll see what he's got going on. <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> of course. Uh, every Spiel Every time the spiel. Um, Yeah, follow us on all of our platforms. Instagram, go to YouTube, hit the subscribe, but also hit the notification bell because the notification bell, just like we've, uh, Austin and I have discovered recently, when we start an episode, it goes ding, ding. And then you just, Mm -hmm. you know, drop everything you're doing, put everything down. Before you continue with that, I just want to say something on that. When we post about like an like we're going live with these people, whatever. Don't message us what time. That's why we're telling you to put the, the bell notification. Everyone's like, what time, what time, what time? We don't really know what time. Yeah. We well, just, so, well, sometimes. But, sometimes. But, but, but on, on these days when we, like today we're doing three. Yeah. Right? And people on different schedules and stuff. Yeah, everyone's so on So we don't really schedule. know. We don't want to lock it down. We're like, oh, we're doing like one o'clock. And then it's, right. and then anyway, people always say, oh, what time is that? And where I live or where exactly. I live. So just subscribe, hit the bell. That way you just know automatically. Hit the bell. Keep your phone on loud all day. Full blast. Just in case. Full blast. <clears throat> yeah. So um. anyway, iTunes. Please go to iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and uh, give us a review if you like us. And if you don't want to give us a five-star rating, don't give us one at all. It's okay. We just want five or nothing. <laughs> five and nothing. Five or nothing. We don't want anything else. Um, yeah. And, and uh, everything else, we got new episodes coming up all the time. So definitely like go on YouTube and check that channel because Austin's been doing some really cool stuff, cutting up little segments. Uh, well, we've all been segments. doing really cool stuff. But the but the segments I think yeah oh, yeah we cool. yeah our YouTube we have a lot of uh, highlights up there now yeah I think that's really so check them out I'm trying to post them like every day every couple of days something like that mm-hmm. so just aside from the full episodes we got the highlights too yes um, also want to thank our Patreon supporters this month 
our new Patreon supporters. We have Mike Garlinghouse and John Fromm. So thank you to Mike and John. Not only do we know those guys, but their, na- their names are yeah, really, really like, easy to say. Every, every, also, everyone should know them too. Yeah. So Good guys. Thanks, thanks guys. Thanks, guys. And on the same note, we have our monthly supported giveaway mm-hmm. for, we're doing it for May now because we have to wait for the payments to clear to do it, to, to qualify you. So we, oh, yeah, I got to do this live. I forgot on the Instagram yeah. to prove that it's real. Um, so to like, keep us valid. if you don't know, um, we have to a show month- it's not a corrupt system. Yeah. We yeah. have a monthly supporter giveaway. So, um, if you donate to our Patreon, um, you'll automatically enter every month for a random giveaway to pick one of anything out of our, uh, online store. So we're doing it this month now for May and I'm going to go live on Instagram. So people know that we're not full of shit. Where are we at? Right here. Okay. So we got everyone's name in here. We're doing the we do not supporter giveaway. Corruption. No, no collusion here. Here we go. No right, collusion, boom. no corruption. We're rolling. We're rolling. Who we got? Who we got? Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Nico Salomon. Oh, Nico Salomon. <laughs> 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 congrats. Okay, post that. So congrats, Nico. Um, we'll reach out to you or if we don't reach out to you the next day or two. Hit us up. Just, and, just in case we forget. Yeah, because we might forget. <laughs> but we've been pretty good with it so far. So and pick one of uh, you know, your favorite Jump Street garbs. Yeah, whatever it is, let us know, and we will get it out to you right away. So thank you so much for your support to everybody. Thank you Not just much. Nico, but... <clears throat> yeah, everyone. Also, as, as always, as every episode, episode 31 is no different. We have a WTF of the week. Yes, we do. What's the WTF for this week, Austin? This week, it comes to us from Jae Yoon from Korea, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Backflip oh. to shoot the duck. The double grab backflip oh, yeah, to a double shoot grab. the duck, <laughs> land on the oh, duck. Oh, and that's us right there. <clears throat> and that's us. And that's us. Hey, Lovely. how you doing? Hey. So congrats to Jay Yoon yeah. for your backflip to shoot the duck. He's a young buck out of Korea. In the teens, he just. I feel like there's a whole group of young dudes that. Uh, it's not even what I feel. It's what I've just seen. Everybody in Korea who's I've killing se- it I've is like 15 like and 14, under. Fourteen. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was just um. Oh man, I forgot his name, and he, he definitely deserves a shout out. But um, <clears throat> a fourteen-year-old kid from Korea just was uh, eligible to skate the feast. I think that was that kid, Jay. Oh, was that him? I think so. Wow, that kid's. Ki- I could kid. be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that was him. Yeah, that kid did a trick yeah. on the. Um, He's really good on the mega ramp. That that one trick, the uh, fakey. Bio 540, like to flat deck. I don't know. I don't remember. Whatever. It's crazy. <laughs> really good kids out Whatever, there. Whatever, we'll pull that out next All week. Right. <clears throat> so, should we keep it moving now? Yes. Okay. Okay, so we have a very, very special guest. Very. Who's been incredibly active. And I got to be honest, I'm jealous when I look on his Instagram. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Me too. Because he's just go- every, literally everywhere. Where there's things happening and he's nonstop skating. He's and there. Wherever it's happening, he's there. Yeah, it's awesome. We're gonna find out more about it. So everyone, welcome Grant Hazelton. Grant, welcome. Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Boom. Thanks for coming on the show. Welcome to New York, your home state. Yeah. Welcome back. Thanks Good. for doing your hair this morning too. <laughs> <laughs> it's real wavy, real smooth, real wavy. <laughs> I had to wash it after New York City skating. Yeah. Do you, you wash it every day when you can skate in New York? It's so dirty. <laughs> and this humidity, all, you know. All the taxis drive by and just like it gets clouds puffy. of dust in the fucking streets and the buses and stuff. Yeah. It's more like also when uh, when I fall and sweep the ground with it. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. You end bad. up like leaves and shit and you have cigarette butts. <laughs> oh my God, so that's <laughs> that's got to be terrible. That's not funny. Yeah. 
yeah so thanks for coming out here and you've been all over the place lately and this is one of your stops i guess what are you here for any particular reason or are you just uh just wanted to come back to new york city visit mike we working on a little edit oh so you are working on something yeah okay i didn't uh, know if this is just a random stop for you because you always like stop by anyway right um yeah it was just a general idea to do something small um with, just a personal with, edit kind of thing yeah okay um and it's on my way i was planning this month was kind of a road trip month and i was gonna go from here like home rochester through new york city down through dc area and then to oak city to skate with long oh yeah you told me that you were doing that um and then like atlanta georgia area my boyfriend has a, a house down there so i mm-hmm. oh, stopped there for the holiday for fourth of july and then make my way back up through Chattanooga, Tennessee. Like I haven't Damn. quite. It's <laughs> crazy. I haven't figured the string that of cities. quite that part yet. I better be about another month on the road. So you, <clears throat> you've been traveling a lot lately. Yeah. And that's because you quit your job to skate pretty much. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask about this too, because <laughs> as, as much as I've been following you on Instagram, I just see like you're literally every place for like the past year. And I'm like, how does he do, do this and manage this and like, it's like awesome. reg- regular people shouldn't be that free. <laughs> it's, incredible. it's incredible and i'm just like yeah. living vicariously through you but um so t- t- like could you talk about like starting that this yeah. blade mission <laughs> i don't know it um you know i mean i've been blading for a long time 20 24 25 years something like that um and it's just always something that i've loved it's always been fun but I never had any real like specific goal with it. I just wanted to do it as much as I could and, you know, have a good time. And I guess as I've been getting older, I kind of have realized how important it is to me and how it just, it's almost always fun. And there's, you know, the new experiences and just uh, out of all of the things in my life, it's one of those things that I've always enjoyed. So as I was, I was working a normal job, been 10 years at the same place and, kind of getting to the point where that wasn't like that was just not good anymore and you know I had some conversations with family like my mom and my grandfather were kind of like so what are you doing are you happy like what do you want to be doing and both of them sort of uncharacteristically like you should do what makes you happy like because I just sort of thrown out the idea of like yeah I'm kind of thinking about Mm -hmm. quitting my job you know I've been saving money for this entire time I'm working like I could survive for a while and just skate and i was really surprised both of them were very supportive i'm like, surprised to hear that's that too. cool yeah, <laughs> yeah it was just, you don't, i wouldn't yeah i don't think i would yeah someone that, in the mid, yeah. mid-30s like yeah i'm just gonna quit and, and play on my rollerblades like what's wrong with you yeah i mean my grandfather kept asking he's like so what are you gonna do when you're done and i'm like i don't know that's the point <laughs> yeah, like, yeah yeah this it's a sort of new journey hmm. sort of hoping to you know expand my horizons travel to places i hadn't um maybe just work on myself you know sort of character building kind of adventures and and learning to kind of explore and not be so caught up in planning and controlling things like i've always planned stuff too much kind so, of to see where see much. where it takes you kind of thing <laughs> yeah so i uh in <clears throat> december my last day of work was right before christmas and i went and did you know some family stuff and that's a lovely christmas gift yeah yeah f <laughs> work yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they weren't thrilled. I gave him like two months notice, but 
That's a long time. Yeah. Two months. Yeah, like, what I, else can you give them? Right. I, but I'd been there for 10 years. Yeah. I was managing a department. Like, that uh, was... You were a badass to them. They loved you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, I'd sort of made my place there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to see what I could do. And uh, my boyfriend, too, was always like, same idea. He's like, just, if you love it so much, try it. You know, if if you fail, you fail. But, like, you know you're not going to regret taking that opportunity. So. Yeah. Um, and your job wasn't anything you were like invested in, right? Like, was yeah, it, I mean, I didn't go. You to don't want to do that for it. the rest of your life, right? That was part of the thing. I was uh, so I was just about sort of uh, like invested in the retirement program there. So like ten years oh, in, you get like another sort of tier of retirement, and it's like so I could either put the money that I already earned away at work and you know not be able to take it until I retired, or quit and take the money so give me the money (laughs) i had some money saved there too and it you know that helped with what i'd save myself and it's like okay i i have a budget for myself i think i can do this for about a year and travel so that was part of trying to do the road trip thing is keep it cheap but i mean my my first road trip was four thousand miles and like 20 (laughs) i think i was on the road for like 26 or 27 days like i ended up in austin damn yeah i saw that it's... like that was a, a really good first trip yeah other than my truck broke down twice <laughs> you always have these car problems <laughs> but you know i had a like bin full of tools and you know helpful people along the way so mm-hmm. that's just part of that adventure you and know? you don't know how long you're doing this for right i mean i'm aiming for a year so like, what if you how, go how, longer? how long has it been it's just about six months now did you take a, a few flights too yeah so the my first uh, I guess non-driving trip was Winter Clash. Yeah. And first time in Europe. And so I went to Winter Clash with a, a group of friends. Um, and I mean, everybody was at Winter Clash. Yeah, yeah. it was, so that was such cool. a heavy Winter Clash. Yeah. Like I just, uh, you know, I was like, holy shit, you're here, you're here. Like, yeah. awesome. And then there were six of us that kind of went together to Barcelona afterwards and we met up with another whole group yeah. of, you know, 20 more people that yeah. are all Mike was there Barcelona. for like a month or something, right? Like yeah. it felt like that, like three I, weeks or something, something like yeah. that. Cause he was doing stuff with mm-hmm. uh, them. And so that was Barcelona was about two weeks. I stayed a couple extra days on my own and just kind of wandered around. And then I went to, <laughs> were you doing them? Like just buy one way tickets here, one way ticket here. Um, I had my, like, you know, I bought my ticket to Barcelona to Eindhoven and then Barcelona. Mm. And then I just kind of left the middle open. Yeah, it was like, open-ended at that point. I had a return ticket. Oh, okay. From Paris. Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up going... I didn't know you went to Paris. Yeah, Paris was five days. Okay. I think. Straight from Barcelona? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. That's where so it gets that, that was the middle part that was, like, interesting. So I went from Barcelona to uh, Venice and from like explored Venice a little bit oh, and then fun. I got to go to the Rossi's headquarters oh yeah that's right like, so uh, you went there. Martina who's one of the team managers like she met me in Venice to help you know with the the language barrier and just I mean Rossi's has been really cool and yeah um like Martina and Marco are just always really friendly and helpful and like we're all kind of on the same page mm-hmm. so it was nice to you know I met them at Winter Clash and everything but I got to hang out with them a bunch so I went to Venice and then the Rosie's headquarters and got to 
see the factory. That's pretty cool to see that. um, You know, talk to Alessandro and like just see everything. Like it was, you know, that kind of surreal, I don't know, like Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory kind of thing. Oh my God. Like, how am I here? Like this, you know, it's just so much history. Did you ever see the Rosie's 96 video team video? Where they took a tour of the Rosie's factory. No. Tom Fry took a. You don't remember that yet? Mm-hmm. Tom Fry and I don't remember who else took a tour of the Rosie's factory when they were making the Majestic 12s and stuff. And it was like probably like the same thing. Yeah, I got to the, you know, like assembled one on the line. Oh, oh yeah. Sick. Sick. yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, do you want to see one like go go together? <laughs> That's, That's fucking really sick. cool. Yeah. I, I feel like that that company like um because they're in italy like they don't you don't get to see that as often as you would with like some other companies maybe. yeah i mean they were so hospitable and just like happy to have someone there you know i guess i think not necessarily that i was on the team kind of thing but just also like you care enough to come and check it out yeah yeah like, nice. just you know they also seemed really pumped on it and I mean, I was, I got to see new skates. Yeah. I got to like, you know, hold the fifth elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Like actually like, you know, see some samples of other stuff that was going on. So it was really one of those things that I think, you know, you told maybe teenage me that this was going to happen. Like, <laughs> right. No, yeah. It's not. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so how involved are you in Rosie's now? Because they don't have like, you guys are all like ambassadors, right? It's not like a team. It's not like a pro team, M team, stuff like that. Is everyone involved well, just as much? So they've, there is the pro team. You know, that's, oh, there is a pro uh, team. Nils, Uto, Bobby. I didn't it's, even know that. Yeah, so they're like the pro team and the rest of us are ambassadors. Okay. So there's just sort of the, the pro and then an ambassador yeah, yeah. level. Um, and I, we've got, you know, a couple of sort of group chats going for different things. Okay. Uh, that The Sesame Skate mm-hmm. was kind of a, a team collaboration. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we got asked our opinion on colors and accents and, you know, kind of as a group, what we'd like to see. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So, so like they keep everyone involved. Yeah. That's yeah, really important. Involved. And it's like, you know, it's sort of as much as you want to be, you know, you can put yourself out there more and, and talk to the people involved more and get more information, or you can kind of just do your own thing and promote your own way. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, that's cool though. It's it seems cool really that, flexible and it's cool. They're open to, um, you know, listening to the voice of people who are, using, yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And the, the pro skates, it's, you know, it's a really, you know, they get to choose their colors and accents and liner materials. And, mm-hmm. um, that seemed like I got to at the factory, like flip through some of, you know, they have these big sample books of fabrics and damn, that's stuff sick. Like that. that was sick. If they were like, yo, oh, great, you can fun. make one skate of any kind that you want right now. Damn. Right. Yeah. That would have been so sick. <laughs> that's sick. I would, I would go all out if they give me that option. I'd be like a leopard print on the left liner, zebra <laughs> on the right. Yeah, like, <laughs> like all this crazy shit going on just because. Let me a sick one off. Yeah. There was still some of those, uh, the Arlo, remember the Arlo Valos? Yeah. Oh, what? They still had them there? Yeah. Was there anything else crazy in the factory that like you saw? I mean, there was just lots of, like there was, uh, you know, like a conference room that had a whole shelf of kind of old Rosie's memorabilia. Yeah, I would imagine. Like, Something I, like I that. I found like, there was a pocket watch with like the Roach logo on it, hmm. and, you know, hats and just all that like old accessory cool stuff, stuff, you know, yeah. that like the '90s brought us. That was like, why does this exist? Yeah. Just because it. Can. They don't have like Damn. a wall of like all the skates from like the uh, Majestic Twelves, like originals, all the way up, like the chocolates, like all this stuff. Uh, the conference room had most of their skates. Mm-hmm. Chocolates. It... <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> chocolates. Um, yeah, a lot of skates were in there. Uh. I don't know like i don't think it wasn't like every model but there was uh like alessandra had like the original um like the the rollerblades that were made by 
like the Rossi's factory, like the, mm. the red ones with like those frames that look like an erector set, you know, you could put the bolts like anywhere. What? <laughs> no, did you want more water? Is that what you're? No, it was, it was coffee and oh. I'm out. It's all done. Okay. It's no problem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're like, cause I have, yeah. I have the water no, here. That's fine. But the, there was a big wall display with like the, the growl. Like oh, the, yeah. The oh, Blake Dennis sick. pro model, but it was like, that's you know, sick. on this like mall looking display with. Oh, man. Yeah, see, I would like. <clears throat> I love that era. Like that. Oh, like, I love that Rosie Like era. every fifth element, like color way or something like that and hanging out. I don't know. Because they had yeah. a lot of fifth element colors that I saw afterwards. I didn't even know existed <laughs> until like a few years ago. Right. I guess because I don't know either no one had them or, or they weren't popular or they weren't out in America, whatever it was. Yeah, I don't know. I had. You, you know, didn't see one, any of that stuff? One pair of fifth element. <laughs> did you, you had them back in the day? Yeah. When I was, I don't know. I think it was my. Th- third pair of skates and they're a size like 11 and a half the white ones the red ones red the red yeah see those are the main ones those like the red the red and white ones yeah. and then like those yellow well those came those green. come out afterwards oh my yeah those gosh. were later the yeah yellow the honey yellow, the honeys green, the honey fifth blue. yeah the green blue oh yeah the navy right. kind of the cooties right i think they're the cooties no there were um, still blue fifth elements were cooties they? were afterwards okay and then there were all sorts of cooties and growls that yeah. were like the zip up remember yeah yeah, yeah. Coo- but wow, what a name! I hope they don't Coo- bring those back. <laughs> Cooties and Graal. What, what, what are these names? Yeah, what's so are yeah, they Italian? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I think know. everyone's Italian out there. Know what these words mean? <laughs> well, I think Rossi's means what roaches in Italian. Okay, I right? didn't. I didn't know. Yeah. I, well, that's sort of that's how you say it. You know, if you were Italian, you're actually roaches, like, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Not Rossi is like I'm yeah. saying it, but yeah. I'm not gonna try to pretend to but say no it. one in the yeah, world right. says what, it that way yeah, we i guess can't change, we can't i think change. i learned mm-hmm. while i was there you know to like roll the r but there's no way i can do it on command yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so so basically then then italy and then after that you went to paris or? yeah italy like so i went to venice mm-hmm. and rosie's is an hour north of venice mm-hmm. and then i went to rome to stay with Sick. marco and martina and they just you know showed me all around like we did the the kind of touristy the whole thing yeah that's, that's cool they have people stuff. to show you around yeah i don't know how i would have done like out of all the places like rome to me was more confusing yeah um and seemed sort of it seems like a hectic, hectic city yeah. yeah but so i was yeah really lucky to have a lot of people around. on vespas and shit like <laughs> vespas everywhere is what i think of <laughs> yeah but that, they were really fun to stay with just you know to talk and get different perspective and um i feel like they have a really good view of of what you know they want rosie's to be and sort of what the team is and kind of building it back up. So uh, I just feel like, you know, thankful to be part of something that, I mean, I'd skate the skates anyway, I've been skating them. Um, But something that, you know, I I guess that I would choose even if I wasn't part of it. And it, it seems positive and along the lines of what I think rollerblading needs. Yeah. Um, I like that they were sponsoring a lot of people who weren't, getting either recognition I, mean, I feel like people like i don't know people needed to go somewhere like bobby like has like a you know got recognition joe at the time was getting like a pro skate and like all you guys are getting sponsored too by them and i feel like that was a nice void that was being filled with rosie's doing that yeah and i, I know they they'd really like to focus on youth it's just yeah that's what it looks like too exactly like that's kind of how always... ssm was doing yeah, uh, it's it's always part of the conversation too when we talk about like what do we need, what does the team need, mm-hmm. what direction are we going. It's like, any of you guys know anybody like under eighteen that's really good or that, <laughs> that's showing promise that we could encourage? And it's it's kind of sad because we talk about that. I'm like, I don't know anyone. You know, yeah. yeah. The the younger I think generation now is 
they're in their early 20s or their mid 20s and we're yeah. in our 30s talking about younger kids and it's you not... gotta go to korea yeah yeah <laughs> you gotta go to <laughs> korea much, right <laughs> That's, that's, like, what, that's what it seems like, because I, yeah. I couldn't, I haven't been able to think of anyone that I know or have encountered, you know, in their like teens. Like a teenager, yeah. yeah. That isn't already, like, spoken for. Or <clears throat> right, just, right. There, there's, there's, I've seen a few, like, young kids, like, via, like, Miguel's Oh, yeah, there's Instagram. some L.A. So, some, like, yeah. Some there's, of those guys. It's few and far between, like, young, young kids, mm-hmm. but they're there, but... Again, like uh, the at the place of to be like ambassador or something, they're not there yeah. yet. But there's kids doing it. But mm-hmm. it's 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 yeah, it's not like yeah. It's yet. funny that our our youth is twenties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know that is a funny observation. <laughs> Everyone's an adult, right? Yeah. Was it weird? Like, were you ever sponsored before Rosie's? No, it's like I was actually thinking about it earlier because, so I was uh, when I went in college in Buffalo. We had an indoor skate park, and one of their little competitions like if you win you get a year like on the team like mm-hmm. so you just get in free for a year so like i won that like at the skate park you mean yeah oh, okay so you know they give you a t-shirt that says team on it <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> team. that's such a big deal which back is in the also day, no yeah. really well, no, that sick. Was, dude that was when i was in college I was still, oh okay like, 20 okay. 20 <laughs> still or something, you know um but that, that was like the first sort of thing like that and the only one really so this you know i've been skating for a really long time but i think unlike some people like i wasn't really good when i was younger i didn't throw myself at stuff i just kind of skated um and the guys i say you weren't really good when you were younger yeah you were really good as long as i've known you i've known you for a while (laughs) i I think i guess in my mind i'm better now than i've ever been yeah yeah um yeah you're you're skating really good right now so i I think it was just a slower build than some people Mm -hmm. and maybe because i didn't throw myself at stuff i didn't get hurt as much so i am maybe a little more able to go a little harder now at least for myself but the people i grew up skating with really kind of stuck in simple things like i remember going out skating for the day and the whole idea was that you did the rail or the spot of course yeah yeah. it wasn't hey okay you you go try a soul grind try Mm. a kind grind try something anybody did a single grind on the thing we're skating and it's like sick that's yeah did it let's go to the next one (laughs) and so it's like i think i spent you know three or four years like sidewalking everything in my town (laughs) because i i didn't know that it wasn't like actual trip you know like Mm -hmm. i didn't know i was doing it wrong (laughs) damn it's debatable you know but it wasn't like a good sidewalk it was like a middle ground so it could be anything okay Um, hey you know you're making up tricks (laughs) there's no rules But that, I, I don't but know, yeah, just the, slow the, build kind mean, of yeah. thing. And uh, getting to college in Buffalo, where I met like Dan Barnes and mm-hmm. the Buffalo crew of people who are way better than I ever was, uh, was kind of a, a big push in skating. Cause, yeah, because you're from Nyack area, right? Yeah, so Suffern, Rockland County. So Rockland I, I County. grew up, you know, 30, file, 30 miles from Manhattan or something. Okay. You know, if, Is it like a little mm-hmm. suburban area? Yeah, or? Okay. like you know, sort of general middle class suburb. Yeah. Uh, Little not tiny. like out in the sticks or anything like that. No, I mean I wouldn't call it that. I mean yeah. we had stores and yeah, yeah. I just know like we upstate were, New York uh, has like the, the suburbs and then there's like the sticks bit. Like, yeah, I'm but, trying to. I think it was second to last stop on like New Jersey Transit line to Hoboken. Oh, okay. okay. So you could get on that train and get to Hoboken in an hour. Oh, okay. And then to Manhattan in another like half an hour or something. That sounds pretty far. Damn. 
But yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking I want to live there. <laughs> yeah, I remember doing that a couple of times, you know, that sort of first adventure out in the city and my mom taking me into and my friends oh, from shit. high school. And then later writing instructions, for, you know, paper instructions. Or we didn't have cell phones, yeah, you know, yeah. GPS. Oh, yeah. Like you're going to go out there and get lost and actually be lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Had to have all the all the emergency contacts ran down the phone numbers yeah. and shit. Yeah, quarters for the payphone. Yeah, yeah, train yeah, schedule right. because I'm sure it stops running. At a yeah, yeah, time. yeah, yeah. So I didn't do that a lot. You know, New York City mm-hmm. seemed intimidating and. Far How old away. were you when you started going to the city? Fifteen, sixteen, maybe. Okay, mm-hmm. but I mean, started going to the city was like going like three times. Yeah, yeah. We didn't. It wasn't a regular thing. It was a mission, and it's I guess pretty crazy. Yeah, and uh, at the time of getting my license. You know, we had branched out around my area. You know, I was mm-hmm. close to like, yeah. Mawa, New Jersey, and met some other kids in those areas. So that you didn't, there wasn't a, you found everything. Yeah, you didn't you need to. Yeah. You know, you all of a sudden opened up all these new spots yeah. that were within driving distance and mm-hmm. not sort of scary far away. Yeah. <laughs> and like also, like when you're not, like I've, I've realized, you know, I'm from here, but I've realized when you're not living here, like, dr- like driving into the city seems like a hassle or like going oh, into yeah. the city seems like a hassle. It's yeah. like there's traffic, there's yeah, yeah, all yeah. these things. It's, yeah. like, it's like a pain. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, especially why if would you? You just got your license. Or yeah. Something. Like, right. I can't. Just, I remember actually going over the Tappan Zee Bridge. When I'd just gotten my license, yeah. like getting stuck, not knowing that I was doing that and I didn't have any money for the toll and like, <laughs> oh shit. It's just like this whole stress. <laughs> oh yeah. It's expensive like, too to drive into the city for yeah, the most part. Yeah. I think you probably from Jersey at it least sucks. have to pay a toll for everything. Yeah. There were a couple, yeah. every tunnel, every bridge you had to pay for. Yeah. It sucks. Lots of little things where it's like, you know, you grow up close to it and be like, oh man, you were like right in New York City. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not really. No. But I wasn't. Yeah. Well, especially when you're like, if you just got your license, you're like 16, 17, you can't afford like a $10 toll to go into the, the city every time Guess. or whatever it is. Dude, yeah, actually, I think it was like a dollar back then. Oh, I mean, it, inflation has changed a lot. A dollar? No, not a dollar. For the Tappanzee Bridge. Oh, Tappanzee. A dollar. But Tappanzee, where does Tappanzee? Yeah, you goes... didn't. You took. It was more George Washington. But... Yeah, you would, <laughs> to get into the actual city part, you would need yeah. to do that. It's probably like three bucks. I don't know. Three bucks? No. But gas was like ninety nine cents, so you know you were. Wow. Going oh, well, I mean, but still, it's all relative. When you're sixteen, no, I mean, to, it's, f- it's five dollars to fill to put some gas in your tank. Not, is a not, lot of not, not to put you out there, but it's, it was nineteen years ago. He yeah. Out of a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, but I'm saying it's all relative to. Even if it was a dollar a gallon, when you're 16 years old, you don't have like 15 bucks to fill your tank up. You still got to eat the whole day. That's true. And Wait, stuff that, like that. And, and, I don't and, think and, that math was quite right. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever's going on. Whatever. It was a while ago. <laughs> things were cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> okay. For sure. Remember paying for change. I remember like in Franco's car too, like scrounging up change to get like gas to go to like the next spot and stuff like that. Shit was real back then. That yeah. that's that's some real shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so so whatever. Then you went then you went to Buffalo. Buffalo. Met, met boys, yeah. Dan all Barnes. the Buffalo guys yeah. who you know sort of took my skating to another level, I guess. Uh, and just knowing, you know, being with, it's different skating with guys that are really good versus seeing it on a video. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, you have that session feeling. You, you know, work off each other right, and everything. Yeah. And then those guys introduced me to the Rochester guys uh, where, you know, it's been home for 11 years or so, 12 maybe. So I went to school in Buffalo, moved to Rochester afterwards. And, you know, became, all the Rochester guys sort of became, you know, my core group of friends, you know, I think the Buffalo guys kind of fell off and had different priorities. You know, everybody grows up yeah, and does different get, things. Um, get, you know, whatever. Yeah, get older, you know, yeah. stuff, life, work. Damn, what's up, Buffalo? Where you at? <laughs> there, you got I mean, called out, Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, a group of guys that are like starting it back up, you know, like coming back from mm. not having skated for a long time that, 
you know, they'll have Saturday sessions and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Come on, Dan Barnes. Pull it together. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps saying he's going to move back to Buffalo or something. Yeah. I don't know if he's yeah, He's him. in Florida right now. Oh, so. is he? Okay. Yeah. Have you still not seen him? No, we haven't run into <laughs> each other yet. I can't believe that. <laughs> Dan Barnes, step it up. But it's it's been a while, you know, like realistically, like it's just been a while, like our last Arizona trip or something. Oh, yeah, probably. I mean, same thing. Like it feels me. like a little bit of a different world. Because mm-hmm. how long did we go to Arizona together? <laughs> the last one was like 2011, maybe. Yeah, but we started with 2007. Maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like oh, that just, was like the yearly yeah, winter Arizona like, yeah, trip. Trips, like the yeah. Rochester crew. Oh, man. And me and Justin. Austin, Justin, sometimes Franco. Or Neil. Neil. Yeah, Franco came once. Yeah. Neil. Al. Yeah, Neil, big Neil. Al Delega <laughs> came once. Oh, yeah. Gabe Holm came once. Yeah, he did. Then we have Justin Gary Murphy. Justin used to go there? Yeah, yeah Gary Murphy. Did. Yeah. I mean, those are really good trips. Really good trips. Adam Caracelli, too? Yep. We, yeah. yeah. Well, he was there when we lived there. I think that was the only time he came. Was it? Yeah. Okay. I, that's such a, it really does feel like a different time, you know. Hmm. Well, if you think about 2007, that's 12 years ago. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy to think about. <laughs> right. That is crazy. But you're still kind of doing it, though. Like, where else have you, like, where where else have you not gone yet, I guess, since you've been on your hiatus from work that you wanted to go to? Um, you got six months left. Yeah, I don't know. I've got <laughs> a bunch of stuff planned. Like, the, the Europe thing was the big one. I mean, getting to do all that, like Rome, uh Paris, where my mom and my boyfriend actually met me in Paris. Really? Yeah, I didn't know. That's yeah, crazy. that was just really awesome. That's cool. It ended too. So I got a little like a little luxury at the end of the trip, mm. and I also uh, met up with Kevin and skated Paris for like a, a couple hours. It started hailing. So Kevin, it, Kevin yeah. I'm sorry, uh, Brinkman. Mm, sorry, right. he From does. Uh, he made the adapt video. Oh, okay, was, cool. Mm. Very cool. Um, I hope that's his last name. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably not saying it right. I'm definitely yeah. getting <laughs> people confused sometimes, but um, definitely the American way to say it. <laughs> yeah, that too. But there were a couple of cabins. And I was like, I couldn't think of his last name for sure. Oh, yeah. But he was awesome, and like you know, showed me around. It was really. And then there were a couple other like actual Paris guys. He was just visiting. Cool. Um, so that was fun. That was somewhere where I'd want to go back. Like it, it felt more like new york to me than other parts of paris Europe. itself yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean well sort of silly i guess to go there and want it to feel like home yeah but everywhere else felt more vacationy in a mm. way and paris felt like it made a little more sense somehow like it it felt just a little more i, I feel like they'd be offended if i said more like the united states <laughs> <laughs> yeah they it, don't want to hear that it is easy to fit in paris i felt the same thing too when i was there yeah like it's I mean, easy to get, except for the language barrier. It's like easy to get around, though. It's like everything's accessible. Yeah, and I, I did take French in high school, so I knew like three words. Yeah, just to get by. Just to get <laughs> yeah, I took French 15 years ago, so I know. Yeah, I, I how to build say hi, bye, and thank you. Like sentences in my head for like interacting yeah. with people, and the second someone spoke to me, I'm like, just the most, yeah, yeah, just the important yeah. things like où est la toilette. <laughs> right. <laughs> there were actually a couple of times where I was just like, hola. Because <laughs> I was in Barcelona hola. for like two weeks. But like, even if like you Golami. Is their, their accent and their pronunciation, pronunciation, pronunciation is so yeah. different. Like, oh yeah. That yeah. alone is its own skill. It has let its alone, own voice. Yeah, let alone knowing what the words actually are, how to say them yeah. or whatever. But it, it was a little humbling, you know, being yeah. in Europe and being like, I don't speak anything. Yeah. And well, that was your first experience like that, right? Because yeah. you said you've never been to Europe before. And everyone there is bilingual, like yeah, every single person. they're all person. catering to you <laughs> yeah. and like trying to mm. make sure that you like know what's going yeah. on, which is really awesome. But it's yeah. also like, oh man. You feel like such yeah. an idiot. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm st- why am I a stupid American? Right. <laughs> so it was like, you had to get over that and just yeah. exist and have a good time. Mm. But there were times where you're just like, man, I'm just putting these people out that mm. are yeah. 
but uh, but to 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 be fair, all their countries are so close in different languages. They gotta have mm. like a, a median language to communicate yeah. with one another. Yeah. Like our country is so yeah. big, ocean to ocean, and it's mm-hmm. like. Yeah, we don't really have to, which is sad. It kind of feels like a different language, though, if you go into like the middle of the country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, go to New Orleans or something. Too, yeah, right? yeah. It yeah. feels like a different language. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, it's cool that your mom and your boyfriend came out and met you in Paris. Was so you were there for five days of the five, the three of you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Just ate lots of good food. Did touristy stuff. Just like was Eiffel your... Tower, a whole thing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you have the guys like selling the little keychains on like, yeah, the, the side. Yeah, the little light up keychains. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, the like splat balls. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you... With lights in them. Uh, Did you see the kid yesterday? I don't want to go off topic. <laughs> the, the splat balls, that could get hit in the face. <laughs> no. Oh my God. Did you even know that happened? No. You remember the kid playing bad? Splat balls? Yeah. Just real quick. Uh, uh, maybe, like balls of slime that maybe like, we'll, go back. I'll talk about this. You like flatten it. Really? Yeah, like the gooey balls. But maybe I'll talk about this with Sean a little bit. But these kids were. We were skating at, the, at a basketball court, and it was the least I describe it as the least athletic kids you've ever seen in your life. Like five kids, they were like probably 13, 14, and I was like, Sean's gonna fucking jump in on this. <laughs> and they did not know how to play basketball at all. They would kept like fumbling and like tackling the ball. They would go for a shot every like five minutes. So they were so bad. And then they started throwing this goo ball around, and they were throwing them like across the, the, the basketball court. And one of the kids even threw it, and it somehow went behind him. He was so bad at throwing what? stuff. Yeah, it was crazy. Let go too early. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And then somebody like, threw it to him, and he goes like this the whole, like to catch it. And I guess the sun or something must have been in his eye. And this goo ball hit him right in the face. And since it was gooey, it like splat across it. Like we, me and him saw it in slow motion. <laughs> it just splat and spread across his whole face. And he was like, eh. and me and Sean saw it, and we were fucking. I was crying like laughing. It was so funny, but I don't know. I, uh, random. I, I totally missed it. That's yeah, one of those things. Were, you were skating, man, probably. Yeah. That's one of those things. Like, why hasn't that been filmed? Yeah, no. exactly. That's what I'm saying. And we, we were just watching them for like ten minutes. Like, I, I'm in awe of how unathletic and uncoordinated these kids were. It was just funny. I never seen like maybe one or two, but the whole group was like that. It that's was funny. it was really entertaining. That's why you gotta have the camera rolling the whole. All day. I, that's my goop. especially New York. Especially New York. Especially yeah. New York. Never know in the summer see. in New York, just leave the camera on. Yeah, just leave <laughs> all it on times. And sh- yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. much anything happens here. Yeah, it's uh, that's it, my Google story for the day. That's okay. a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you didn't, you didn't even mean, know that that happened. Yeah, I don't know. I could have been on like hanging out with Leo or something. Yeah, maybe hanging out with Leo, <laughs> the puppy uncle Leo. So you were saying before, like you went out like with your boyfriend and stuff like that. Um, and he lives in like Florida and you go visit him, I guess, and, and skate and all this stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So I've been kind of going between like when I'm not traveling, spending time down uh, in Delray, Florida. Yeah. It's like Rochester's like your home, but like not really. Yeah. Like, you're, I, just, you're not really there. Yeah. I think I've actually been in Rochester for maybe two weeks this year. Oh, shit. That okay. little. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going back uh, home for a couple of days tomorrow for my boyfriend's birthday. Because mm. um, he's, Rochester? he's in Rochester right now doing some work stuff. Oh, okay. Um, like he he worked in Rochester and sort of that's okay how that's met. how you met him okay that makes um, sense now and so he travels back and forth a lot too but uh so it'll be a couple of days in Rochester and then I'm gonna get back like initially I was gonna drive straight from here like south but you know that's it. I want to go celebrate with him yeah so, yeah um and more driving yay <laughs> it's not even that bad you know it's like five hours or something but I'm also stopping at my mom's uh, she just moved well she bought a new house and is moving so. On my way here, I stopped at my mom's. She's like, hey, can you pack up all your stuff? No, just like pack up anything that's left at my house. (laughs) Oh, shit. You know, from childhood stuff and whatever. Like A nice relaxing visit. Yeah, a couple hours. Find any gems? Uh, A bunch of like, you know, a ton of old daily breads, like Team Paradise catalogs. Ooh, Team Paradise. uh, Nice. You know, all the... uh, 
the random like posters. I got a box that was yeah, sort of yeah. the, all the magazine pages I tore out and put on my wall as a kid. Mm-hmm. Damn, Damn that's sick. Let's go to find those things. Yeah, fiction, some fiction t-shirts. Ooh. Uh, the relics. Yeah, there's definitely like a, a nice little collection of random skate stuff. And then just other, I found like an old Game Boy with that. Remember like <laughs> Game Boy <laughs> Pocket or the Game Boy camera thing? Game Boy it was camera. like a cartridge that went in a oh, Game and Boy. It was like a webcam yeah. camera, right? I remember and that. There were pictures on it from like high school. <laughs> what? I was just like, holy shit. Like it was so weird <laughs> to see that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Crazy. Um, so it was good, but I'm, I'm stopping there again on my way back to like actually take all this stuff because I was like, mm. I'm not going to put it in my truck and like leave it parked in new york city for a week mm-hmm. so yeah it's not good i kind of gotta go back and like it's a multi-purpose mm-hmm. trip and then i'll just start again maybe you know go a different route mm-hmm. down south this time mm-hmm. um so yeah i'll be home for a couple of days and then on the road for i guess not quite a month um and i think july i'm actually gonna stay home <laughs> i have to be an adult mm-hmm. like i've you have to be an adult. <laughs> I got to do like some house maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Well, you have like tenants and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. I have a house with two apartments and I live in my garage. With yeah. My mini ramp. I just found that out recently, too. I didn't know that Jeez, you, you, man, didn't, you didn't live in the actual house. Yeah. you. So you have the, the den. Is that what you call it? The den? Yeah. The den. And you live... I didn't even know that you don't even live in the house. Yeah. You live in the den. <laughs> right. So yeah. It was explain like... Explain that situation. So I, I guess, you know, a couple of years into my job, I was like... You know, I'd like to buy a house and sort of the teenage dream was at a mini ramp somewhere. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And since it's Rochester and we get winter, I figured, you know, if I can find a place that has a big garage or something that I could build a ramp in, you know, that was the dream. So I kind of also felt like I'm never going to find it. So it'd be okay. like I didn't have to buy a house or I didn't have to. I don't know. That was some of that, you know, be an adult thing mm-hmm. where you think you have a path you're kind of supposed to take. Mm-hmm. And I just figured I'd never find the right place. So you were looking for a house with a place that you could put an indoor yeah. mini, indoor mini yep. ramp, not even just a yard, right. straight up indoor. Okay. <laughs> so I thought my criteria were pretty crazy. It's like, you know what? It it's probably not going to come up. You're not going to have to deal with it. Like just, you're kind of doing it, but you're not yeah, really. Just keep mm. your eye open. If yeah. and like maybe like a month in of like seriously looking, is like the perfect place came up. No. And. Like it, it was two apartments in the house and it's a 2,400 square foot garage. Like, it, I mean, it's a building. That's Damn, awesome. wait, 2,400 square yeah. feet. Damn. So, you know, I just went through all the, the stuff to make that happen. And I was living in the house and renting, you know, one of the apartments. So it's like, this will help me mm-hmm. pay for stuff. And I kind of got to the point where I was like, maybe I'm not doing as well, you know, financially <laughs> as I thought I could handle this. Uh-huh. And so I I finished out part of the garage into an apartment like sort of a, a small studio apartment because mm-hmm. the garage has gas and electric and plumbing and stuff it just mm-hmm. didn't have you know it was a garage mm-hmm. yeah so i just you know built in walls and like did everything as cheap as i could so it's like a comfortable kind of lofty space and rented out the other apartment so now i live in my garage and then i guess like a third of the garage is where i live half the garage is like a mini ramp and then there's another third that it can fit like three cars 
parked in it, and there's what? like we have a rail, you know, like on the ground. Yeah, twenty four hundred feet is a lot. Yo, it, that's square a, feet is a lot. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were living in like a little like room small, like half the size of this, <laughs> with like, and then like you have to crawl out and you're on top of like the quarter pipe, you know, or something like that. <laughs> I mean, my closet is underneath the rail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, so but it is kind of like it's that. like twenty four hundred square feet is huge. It's bigger than it's most huge. houses. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the living space is like my, five or six hundred square feet, so it's not my kind of my whole house is like eight hundred. Yeah, yeah, this is this is like seven hundred or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the mini ramp is it's 24 feet wide five feet tall with like a tight transition and it's five legit feet tall that's so it's a legit sick. mini ramp too <laughs> yeah that's not what you yeah. think for like a garage mini ramp you think like a three footer or something yeah yeah like no that. he has yeah. like a legit ass mini yeah. ramp yeah al delega came and helped build it so you're like oh hey, really like it's overbuilt you know like it's, it's sturdy and yeah like the transition's right like I, I knew i needed some help and like he drove out with china and like, do you need any they, type of like permit for that? Uh, maybe. Okay, I'm not gonna talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Just in case. Sweep that under the. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say none. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, so we've got that, and then you know, a rail bolted in the ground, you know, like a skate park rail. Mm-hmm. Sick. Tim, Tim Adams welded it for us. Oh shit. Damn. Oh, you so. can't even move that thing. Uh, it's, it was bolted to the ground, so you can take it out. Oh, okay. You know, like it's just put studs in the ground. Mm-hmm. Damn. Whenever you're, uh, whenever you're done with your your mission. I'm, I mean, Austin's I'm, been I'm, trying to come I'm for getting, years. I've been trying to come for years. Yeah, like, like, like we're to find a weekend. Ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> to find a weekend to like drive to Rochester in the middle of the winter is like it just never happens for some yeah, reason. But like yeah. people's schedules and shit like that. But like, yeah, like since you built it, I'm like, yo, let's go, let's go. And it just never worked out ever. Maybe this winter. Yeah, <laughs> maybe this winter. Maybe I'll be home. <laughs> Has anything like obviously your mini ramp skills are probably incredible now? Was they are? I mean, not probably they are because <laughs> I see it in mini ramp with you. But like, do you just? wake up and like i oh, was skate the mini and just like skate uh, the mini for breakfast <laughs> I, I did more you know like it, it's been i think like four or five years of having that mm-hmm. and when it was you know sort of newer i did that a lot more often it's just uh you know in the summer we're street skating and mm-hmm. and kind of being outside and in the winter it's like i have just a sort of simple gas heater that like takes 45 minutes to heat the place to like 50 mm-hmm. so <laughs> 50, yeah. it's sort of like a, a bit of a hassle and you you kind of like i'm like oh, do uh, i really yeah. want to like wait like yeah. i only have like an hour to skate right um so i'd love to say i skate it all the time still but just not as much as i used to mm-hmm. uh, maybe if i was home more like so oh, my big <laughs> my big question to you is is Having a mini ramp at your house, all that it's cracked up to be. That's since the big you, question. Since you were like a 10-year-old that's kid or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's the big question everyone wants to know. I don't know. It's still kind of surreal, like walking in there and be like... <laughs> Is that the first thing you see like when you walk in pretty much? No, it's kind of in the back. Okay. Like, so it's... In the back. <laughs> <laughs> like you have to walk past like the door to my apartment and then like, you know, I park my cars in there. So you walk past the cars and it's half of it's hidden behind the park. Yeah. That's my apartment. Mm. So you don't... Your house is a skate park. Yeah. Does it bother the te- does it bother the tenants? No. So Tim Adams lives upstairs. Okay. Okay. And, that's, that's uh, oh, awesome. Tim lives there. I didn't yeah, know that. <laughs> oh, damn. He's like, like yer, tip, yer, <laughs> yer. <laughs> yeah, you want a session? <laughs> you can't hear it from you know yeah. inside there. Oh. And uh, Nick and his girlfriend Leah, like they're they're sort of their friends through like other skating friends. So oh, you so know them all. Yeah, everybody knew the that's deal. Awesome. You know, when there's the driveway full of cars, like mm. you kind of know. It's like yeah, yeah, it's just people skating. Um, I don't know. Tim lives in your place. Yeah. So Steve. Bruning lived upstairs for a while, mm-hmm. and then Tim moved in when Steve moved out. Okay. Uh, so we've had a, a rollerblader in there mm-hmm. the whole time, basically. Yeah, yeah. And, but yeah, I, I guess my thing, with, like, we don't skate it as much as I would like. I guess, well, in know? like the summer, I wouldn't imagine you would even skate it that much. Yeah, we right? don't. And it's not, 
it's sort of just I, I mean i would always skate mini ramp so it's also mm-hmm. sort of my fault for maybe wanting more <laughs> mm-hmm. than than you would normal people would want to skate <laughs> no, but, mini ramps are good i can skate mini ramps like one of the things that you could skate pretty much as long as you can physically skate yeah like jumping right. on ledges will be tougher on your knees like the mini ramp the transitions are all smooth and they're easier on your body I'm not even going to front at this stage. And at, at this age, my, my mini's like my favorite thing to skate. I've always loved it. It is mini. my number one. Yeah. That's, I mean, street is always has a special so place. You can do, but we, it's just, we, yeah, yeah, you could just, I don't know. When you have a good session going, like it's, everyone's doing their lines and shit, like 10, like 10 tricks in a row. Like, just, oh, 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 like it's just, it's my favorite thing up. to do on mini. Is just drop in backside. Mm-hmm. And go in fish brain stall. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So good. Like, that, that is, that is so a fun one. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And but then, I think it's more, I feel like skating's changed a little where we don't session as much. Mm-hmm. You know, you go out mm-hmm. street skating and it's maybe getting clips or on a specific mission. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a mini ramp is always a session. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's and why that it sort of fun. brings it back to yeah. maybe your younger days where you were just at a spot and everybody's totally. going nuts. And that's mm-hmm. what mini ramp feels like to me, at least. That's a good mm-hmm. point. That's a um, good point. Mm-hmm. So the best yeah. is, you know, you get a, you know, well, for a while we were having sort of once a week, like Tuesday night sessions or something. And. You know, you get five or six guys there and just skate, have some beer, music playing. Like, just mm-hmm. that's the best part. The vibes, yeah, yeah. Um, Is it so. still fun year after year? Yeah, I mean, Same I haven't shit. gotten tired of it. Okay, <laughs> so. and, and like you were saying, like everyone could go in on it because, like, you know, there's only a certain amount of people that can go in on like on a downer maybe right. nowadays, mm-hmm. and and it'll, some people will be excluded. But it's just like a thing where everyone's just like, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And I think we've all got feeding off each other's yeah vibes and yeah. stuff. Yeah, true, and that we've gotten older and kind of you know, anybody like in Rochester, it's like, you know, sort of open invite more often than not, you mm. know, and it doesn't matter if you're good at it or not. You just mm. come and pump around or something. Yeah. And it's just cool to see people wanting to do something and try. Like yeah. I think all of, you know, there was a time where, you know, you wouldn't skate with somebody cause they weren't good. Mm. And I think a lot of us now, it's more often you're just like, don't care. You yeah. skate, mm. you're into it. You're a nice person. Right. Like, that's, Come that, and hang that's out. That's the requirements now, yeah. Do like skateboarders or anything in Rochester hit you up to skate it? They're like, no. yo, I heard this rollerblade has got a mini ramp in his house. Let's hit him up. It happened a little bit in the beginning, you know, some friends of friends. Because word gets around about things like that. Yeah, so the first time some skateboarders actually came over, we had a barbecue and they're friends of friends and they skated. And they actually, we, I had a grind box in there at that point and they actually broke the grind box. Oh, shit. No. And then just left, didn't say anything. Damn. And so, like, that was a little bit That's sour. I had, had to throw the hammer down. That's disrespectful. That. But it, it wasn't, I don't, I don't think we knew them that, like, or I didn't know them that well, but some other guys did. And then it, you know, when, when my friends got hit up, they're like, yeah, so-and-so wants to come and skate. I'm like, okay, um, have them reach out to me. Yeah. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm on Facebook, like, give them my phone number, whatever. Like, yeah. I would just, as long as they can reach out to me as a person and sort of be respectful about, like, it's my house. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And no one has done that. <laughs> wow. Like I just, Crazy. you know, that's where like, I want to at least talk to you on a personal level first. Yeah. So you understand yeah, that this is my house. And like, if your skateboard goes flying through my windshield of my car, that's parked in the oh, garage. Yeah, like, sure. yeah, I mean, think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like just that kind of thing where I think yeah. if you were just like, Oh yeah, anybody that wants to come over, it's a different, yeah. a different vibe. Also there's liability as well because yeah. like, you know, someone, someone so, comes yeah. over, cracks their head open like, and yeah. they're a jerk. As a kid, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. well, it's an adult too, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. If, if yeah. they're a jerk, you know, yeah. I don't know. But they also may not have a choice if they get hauled out in an ambulance and the health insurance company knows. Yeah, exactly. then you have a mini <laughs> exactly. ramp in your, in your house. So yeah, yeah. Um, strictly homies make sense. Mm. But it's, but that too, if somebody is actually, you know, sort of talks to me like a person and not just some 
you know, not a mini ramp. They're like, yeah. oh, mini ramp guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, mini yeah. ramp guy. The dude <laughs> with the mini. Yeah, mini ramp grant. <laughs> if they want to like be respectful, I've been open to it, but nobody's followed through with that. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> right. I gotta piss real quick. Okay, <laughs> it's like right back. Okay, you're supposed to do this before the episode. I know. I never had this problem. Okay, so uh, I think I'll take this one because uh, Austin was telling me there's something you wanted to talk about on the show. Yeah. And um, you were talking about your boyfriend. I, you're gay, right? Yes. Okay. And so you wanted to talk about like homophobia in blading. Yeah. And, t- and touch on that. And that's something obviously like I haven't really like thought of or even seen the same way that you have as a straight dude. Yeah. So um, go ahead if you want to <laughs> touch on that. I don't. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely want to talk about it. It's just it's one of the things I was actually. I hope just, I'm not putting you on the spot here. No, because I, I did want to talk about it. Okay. And I appreciate it. like because I was like, oh, how do I bring that up in a like not a weirdo way? Right. <laughs> like of where I'm just out of nowhere, like out of context. But um, I was kind of talking to Sean just before about it. I was mm-hmm. like, it's hard to talk about because I don't have the same perspective now that I had when I was younger. You know, I was younger, like the world was a less open place. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a, you know, a little town where like, I didn't know anybody who was openly gay. Mm -hmm. There weren't like role models and things on TV and the media. There was stereotypes, you know, things that you couldn't relate to as someone trying to figure out your sexuality as a teenager. And you're just like, I'm not that. And I'm not that. Like, I don't know what. So back then, I think I was more aware of it and people weren't as open. I mean, that, that was the time where you know, everybody was using derogatory terms Openly. for everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just everything bad was gay. And, you know, people would call everybody like, you know, the F word. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just that was sort of normal language. And I mean, you get that. Like, people aren't necessarily terrible homophobic people using mm-hmm. that language. It was just normalized. But yeah, yeah, back then, that's that's what you did. So earlier, you know, in my life of coming to terms with my own sexuality and just like figuring out what that meant, it was worse you know, it's hard, but like now, you know, people are so much more open, you know, it's easy to find sort of normal examples of, of someone, you know, in the media being portrayed that I was like, oh yeah, I relate with that. I'm, I'm gay, but like, I'm not a certain kind of gay or like a, I don't know, like a stereotype. Like Mm -hmm. I'm just a person. You're your own individual. It's just part of who I am. It doesn't define me. You know, people don't always know, I, I guess how you think of it yourself. And it was hard, I think 20s more, where I think rollerblading had a little bit of a, like, I feel silly, like, using, how word to use, like, hyper-masculine thing. Well, where, it had a point to prove. Uh, yeah, because thing, yeah. skateboarding tried to tear it down, yeah. and their main fight was, man, rollerblading's so gay. Yeah. Like, look at oh, those yeah, stupid yeah. fruit yeah. booters. Like, yeah. right. that was their big thing against us and you had all these you know teenagers early 20 like guys trying to be like no we're not yeah <laughs> so for me you know i'm like well I, I guess i am but like i'm not and i gotta fit in so you, you learn how to like tailor your language to the people around you hmm. like you know i would not if i was you know going on a date or like whatever you just like, use really like generic terminology when you're talking to your friends because you just don't know who hmm. is okay with it who's open you're always kind of judging your surroundings and, and unfortunately judging people based on it. Cause it, you know, somebody who is calling things gay and saying derogatory things, like whether or not they mean it, I'm going to be like, Oh, well maybe they wouldn't be that open to it. Is it really worth my trouble? Like you have the, like, the opportunity to come out all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
just in any random circumstance where I'm sort of potentially put on the spot where it's like, you know, even earlier talking where it's like, you know, I met my boyfriend somewhere. You're like, mm-hmm. right. I could just have... like bringing that up casually that you have to be aware of who you're. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's as, it's certainly not as bad as it used to be. And there's a lot of people that just say, you know, just who cares, just be yourself and don't worry yeah. about it. But you know, my entire sort of figuring out that part of my identity was caring and was being aware of the world around me and the bad things that were happening to people who were open about it. I mean, you know, I couldn't even get married until like yeah, 2015. True. Yeah. So you kind of want to adopt that. Don't care. I'll just be myself. But, you know, I've it's been always in the back of your head kind of. thing. Yeah. I mean, I've been yelled at, you know, walking down the street, holding hands with, a, you know, a man. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, people yelling me out of the car. Like it hasn't happened in a long time, but it's still those things stick with you, whether or not it was serious and you know, you know that there's a lot worse things going on in the world. And I certainly don't like this. I feel like it's about my experience, not something political or like mm. bigger because there's all sorts of other terrible things happening to other people. But, um, the skating part, it just, it made it hard at first because it was like, all these guys have this thing to prove and they're like, gay this, gay that. Like, yeah. Um, and it made it hard to be myself for a while. And then, you know, you just get to a point like skating also helped too like it it gave me something to be part of it gave me something to be confident about like i actually i think it sounds funny but like the girl pants trend like oh yeah that sort of gave me a reason to be able to care about my appearance like i always kind of tried to avoid those things where like were you doing the sweatpants before that i no i just you didn't do that you skipped that I had one yeah. pair of sweatpants. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. We all, we, yeah, all, one of the few. we all look back at our past like, oh my God, I wish I could have redone that section <laughs> dressed normally. I mean, I also did the like, remember the super under, oversized undershirt thing? Oh, oversized like, undershirt? The like sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did that. Okay. And like big pants yeah. too. But there was some of that. So where you have like, some, some shame with us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely didn't have it. Because healthy shame. <laughs> a little of that was like trying to avoid you know the stereotypical this is what makes you gay like caring right. about your appearance like mm. sort of being well put together kind of thing where it's like well i don't want anybody to guess so you're like hyper aware of it mm-hmm. it's like nobody in would think that mm-hmm. but in your mind it's all built up and it's all this kind of turmoil of things like i remember you know coming the first time i came out to somebody it was like so scared and nervous ever and, how, how old are you because yeah. I'm, I'm curious uh the 18 or 19 yeah um and i hope you don't mind if i ask candidly because i'm genuinely curious but like did you know from an early age or i knew something was different you know i I knew that the things my friends were talking about and were interested in you know sort of sexually and girls and things i was like i don't quite get it you know that the way they'd say things or Mm -hmm. look at girls and women i was Mm -hmm. like i i don't know i'm not quite sure i know what you're talking about but not having any example i'd sort of be like i guess that's what i like to maybe mm-hmm. and i you know sort of you try to fit in and then you know it got more apparent to me that i was like this just isn't what i'm interested in mm-hmm. and as i grew up and sort of experienced more life it's like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this makes sense now so i think a point i guess i like to make in conversation sometimes it's like people you know ask or like people act like it's choice somehow it's like you know when did you choose to be straight Mm -hmm. like do you ever remember making a conscious choice it's like 
that's just not how it works yeah um but it's it's more how you express it and if you're in a place of you know people that are open and comfortable i mean you know my mom was incredibly supportive um, i've had supportive people around me since i started coming out i mean and beforehand too where it made it comfortable enough to talk to people and be like hey this is just part of my life and i don't want to hide it anymore and yeah. i don't want to feel like because you kind of feel like the people you care about you're you're letting down a little bit like it, it puts you in this mm. like i'm lying to you a little bit mm. and like it's like oh you well, feel you guilty know, about it maybe? yeah like where'd you go last night like really oh <laughs> i had a date it's like you're just like oh you know. just hanging out with a friend or something yeah, yeah and it's like you're lying to your friends and then also you're downplaying maybe like a romantic interest in your life mm-hmm. it's not fair to that person either yeah, yeah. like so it's just a it's you a know tough, a journey yeah. of it and then you know people you don't know that well it goes unfortunately it felt like you're making judgments where i'm like is this person worth it to me like what interactions are we going to have do i need to like f- worry about it because if you just turn it off and you're like yeah i just won't right now yeah you just kind of let it go but then you're thinking of people and you're like oh man but like i like that person they were nice like i want to be like open about my life yeah it kind of yeah. some like something in the way but like between like if you don't talk about it now, yeah. like in the barrier because you're not exposing like who you are to yeah you know, and you don't give them that opportunity like it's yeah. not fair of me to like take the opportunity for you to be a nice person away yeah <laughs> like just assuming hey you're this guy's gonna be a dick if i yeah. say something but you used to second guess yourself a lot do you still feel that way at all uh yeah i mean it happened like way less i mean i think like i've stopped i guess feeling like i should apologize for it in some way like it's not that i think you I apologize for it not that i'm gay but just that like i don't know that i'm not being open about it or something like i felt like that was sort of bad not to be open but now i'm just like i this is me this is my but you're life. not entitled to like like hi i'm grant and this is you know <laughs> well right that's the thing either i don't want it to be like the defining factor of like i'd be like oh there's grant that gay rollerblader guy <laughs> like that's not the defining yeah. part of right. my person but it's important to it just like yeah any straight person like you know, it's your normal life. Like you don't think twice about talking about your girlfriend or Mm -hmm. like mentioning, you know, somebody like a hot woman walking down the street or just Mm -hmm. like experiences you've had that are heterosexual that are just normal. Right. Like it's, it's nothing you hide. It's nothing. It's all around us all the time for you guys. Like I was telling, I forgot, maybe a couple of people just because it was, it felt funny to me that it still hit me. Like I, I went to San Francisco recently and getting off the plane like delta had ads that had obviously gay young men and i was just like like in sort of normal like it wasn't campy or stereotypical it was just i was like i haven't seen that before like i've seen you know stuff on tv now is way more open the conversations being had more the past few years but it was just a simple like little billboard thing right and it i was just like oh that's what it feels like just for a second. I was like, that's what it feels like for everyone else just to see all these things they relate to all the time. Like, and it probably it, felt cool. Wow. Yeah, it did. I never, yeah. never thought about it that way. Cause you, that's what you see. You know, the billboard is a man and a woman or like a, so, right. like, I don't yeah. know, just stuff where you, when you see a commercial, it's like the typical family. It's like the man, you and just woman, feel and outside of whatever. It yeah. You're always, a, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that was a recent thing or just like, Oh, cool that and then cool. I, I moved on but uh obviously not because i still thought about it. but like i think that was a way i thought of as like relating it to other people that maybe didn't have that experience like your world's all around you when you're sort of not other i guess you yeah. know and um lots of people have the experience like i do for other reasons 
but even just you know no matter your like race or whatever like being straight i think is something you not necessarily take for granted but it's just your world is around you no and I, I i know what you're saying and i think I, I i think i know what you're saying and like how you were trying to explain like uh how your game but it doesn't define like everything who you are like it's not like when i'm walking out it's like oh that's that straight guy like you know it's just kind of mm-hmm. t- you yeah. take it for granted people like associate you with other things and then if you're gay like that might be like the main thing they associate with you versus like all these other things that make up who you are is right. that kind of what you're yeah, saying yeah yeah in a way um I had like notes too that I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Well also you were just talking about how scared you were to to come out for the first time and I kind of interrupted you by asking Yeah well guessing. I was just yeah. saying like part of the problem I think for me is like you build it up mm-hmm. you know something you're nervous about something you're worried about regardless of what it is you know you you build it up way high and then sometimes the actual outcome is just kind of whatever you know like mm-hmm. I remember the first time I came out it was just sort of like oh cool you know and it's like a you little bit You built it up more than like yeah. And obviously, if you trust someone to tell them, then yeah, they're, they're yeah, probably yeah, yeah. going to. Right. Your, your judgment is probably going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying here. to actually remember right. It was a skating. It was either like my friend Kevin or Mike, like Mike Torres. Like, mm-hmm. and I can't remember which like came first. Like, it was like kind of, you know, close together kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was just sort of like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, it's like, okay, so what? Thanks now? for telling me kind of thing. Like, yeah. yeah. I remember Mike being just, you know, super supportive. And like, I mean, it's Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but. Has the re- has like the rest of like blading community, I guess, like people that you run into when you travel, like feel the same way now, or I don't. I mean, it doesn't come up that often. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I guess I generally, I in my mind, I try to just assume people know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I've been open about. I'll be it. real. I didn't yeah. know until like just like not too long ago. Yeah, which so. also I think that's the reality because for a lot of people, yeah. like it doesn't really matter. No, you know, it's not something yeah. that you're like. A news bulletin, right? It's, right. Like, yeah. it's exactly. just this person that that happens to be part of their life. Yeah, and like you said, it's 2019. Like it's uh, people are so much more open with it. I feel like at least in in the bigger cities and places, like everyone has friends who or knows of yeah. you know or interacts works like you know. Yeah, because I think that there was a time where it was easier to not know someone. Yeah, you know, to and to either you did and they were hiding it, or you just didn't. Yeah, so. I mean, but yeah, you're in New York and it's a bigger place. And yeah, I'm sure it's different in other places where you are, but... Well, yeah, even in New York, I'm sure people don't have people that aren't, but I'm just saying, I think it's more, like you said, like... People are more open. It's more. It's a different time where it's it, the conversation's being had more and people are at least hopefully feeling more comfortable with... Yeah, yeah. It seems like that. Yeah, it definitely and, is, definitely is. And we're getting, we're all getting older and more mature. Right. Yeah, that's other. another thing too. When you're a kid, it's like, kind of like part of the bullying thing maybe and like he said yeah. people were yeah. using a derogatory term like yeah. oh you're gay whatever this and that well kids are assholes yeah like, oh, it's exactly by, what by it is nature exactly like, what it is when you're older you know who gives a fuck yeah yeah so. and that, i mean that i guess the point of sort of the rollerblading thing like with is just i don't know be careful with your words you know that there are always people listening yeah. and kind of paying attention to their environment and i, I think since you know tim adams posted a big thing coming out a couple yeah. of years ago. And yeah. that, I think that opened up a lot of conversation for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tim's a really, really great guy. Like yeah. if, if you don't like Tim, then <laughs> yeah, exactly. you're yeah. the jerk. Yeah. Like, um, you know, and, and, you know, other people sort of get wind of that. And, you know, I've talked to people over the years that are just like, Hey, me too. You know, thanks. Like, can we share experience kind of thing? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's certain, certainly a lot more openly gay rollerbladers that I know now than, you know, five years ago. Yeah. Um, 
whether or not you know they're advertising it. like I, you know it's like so you sort of feel like i'm not advertising it yeah but i'm also not gonna hide it either mm-hmm. but i think you know in this case where it's kind of this is bringing me back a little bit to like being like nervous about it just because it's a wider audience and not necessarily because i think people are going to be jerks it's just like you it sticks with you yeah you know but you're saying like, like it's it's you're open about it now anyway like you don't even think of it that way yeah doing something like this shouldn't really be any different i well, guess well I, I certainly think it takes courage to to sit and candidly talk yeah, about it yeah, in, yeah. in a platform where people are going to have their opinions and say things yeah but um i i also think that i yeah like i think it's important for you to have wanted to talk about it and um because it's going to embolden someone who may have yeah, felt, exactly. felt yeah, like yeah. the way that yep. you felt like mm-hmm. where you were like, ah, I don't feel like I can talk to it. I don't see anyone I can relate to. Right. And for like those people like who are like, oh, well, okay. I, it's, a, yeah, that, it's, it's cool. Like, yeah. and, and maybe I can. So, yeah. Yeah. That was definitely some of the hope of just, you know, don't have to be a role model, but like, yeah, you said if somebody yeah. feels a little more comfortable with themselves, mm-hmm. that that's really awesome. And, you know, I've had that over the years, like the, it's just, I guess, how it works. You know, yeah. the more people that you can relate to, the the better you can feel, and just life experience too. Like the more people that you run mm-hmm. into that are positive about it, or just don't care. You know, at this yeah. point, I'm like, it's cool that you don't care because it doesn't need to be a thing. Yeah, but right. Yeah, it's still hard to get out of old habits where you're wondering right. if you're, you know, just the, I don't know, you're standing in line for a sandwich or something, and somebody strikes up conversation. It's like there are multiple opportunities to be like, to come out, you right. know, to, to say something about the person you're with, you know, if, mm-hmm. if I'm walking somewhere with my boyfriend and, you know, puts his arm around me or like you do something like that. It's like, you're still like a little bit, is this a time? Is yeah. this the place? And I think a lot of that is self-imposed, but it's, it's from, you know, history and but I'm sure a lot of it's just justified too, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. just don't know. Like mm-hmm. I, I was driving. like, you said you'd be getting sc- like people shouting out of the car down the street or yeah. Um, and just other, you know, you see it around you. You still see, you know, maybe sort of uh, bro college guys or something like oh, out yeah. in a bar that are like over masculine guys. Like, yeah. yeah. Or just people that are, you know, they're not, they certainly, I, I like to th- give people the benefit of doubt where they're not actually homophobic, but... Just bad you know, habits in their language, maybe? Yeah, and mm. in sometimes their actions, you know, people, the attempt to make someone feel uncomfortable, like yeah. your male friends where, you know, you're like, you see them trying to make each other uncomfortable with like contact or... Mm. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, flirting kind of mm. stuff mm. where it's like, so you are kind of implying that this is a bad thing. Mm. Like, yeah, it's sort of funny and you don't mean mm. anything really by it. But when you don't know those people or you don't know them that well, it's one of those, it's like, yeah, but do you actually not think that's bad? Mm. Or are you making a point to be like, don't be gay, dude? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, There's totally like a lot of bad habits stuff. And, and I, I, you know, say myself, I'm still like learning a lot of this stuff. I was definitely like, you know, uh, a blader that's like, oh, that's gay or stuff like I that. Mean, I did and, it too. And, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I won't say I'm above it, and uh, but there's definitely, like you said, like being conscious of like your words and the impact. Like I've, I'm like learning, like even in this conversation, and like uh, just what's important, like uh, just that it's important and then how it affects people. And I think that's yeah, it's super important, man. To the, convey one, that message because yeah, one of my boys who skates in Jersey, he's always like he's openly gay and everything, but he's like. He'll always, I'll be like, 
nah, I don't want to get McDonald's. I like McDonald's. Like, you don't have McDonald's? What are you, gay? But he's like, he just says it like a joke, just joking around. Like, it's just yeah. having like making like lighthearted about right. it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I I do that too. Like, it's it's not like, uh, I don't know. I'm guilty as well sometimes. And yeah. it depends. You know, I think like everybody has a different perspective. Depends who you're comfortable on, with too, I guess. Like, Yeah, and perspective on language. I mean, mm-hmm. I try to be conscientious, but you can't always be. Like, you can just do your best. And yeah. like you said, learn. I mean, we're all learning all the mm-hmm. time. And as long as you're kind of moving forward. Yeah, make the attempt. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? It's, it's hard to remain upset at someone who it seems to be making progress or acknowledging that they've done something and sort of be like, oh man, I didn't realize that. Like yeah. now I do, I'm going to be better. Uh, yeah. So, so I, from my po- point as a straight guy, I would just say like t- to your point, uh, members of the community, just have patience, <laughs> have patience with us straight, you know, dudes, just cause I think everyone is, a lot of people don't have malicious intent and they're like yeah. trying to learn and trying to make the effort mm-hmm. and open to it. And I think people are part of our community anyway. You usually we're pretty open. I think so too. I, th- I think Blader's everyone, everyone, because, everyone's because so Blader's diverse. Are normally so hated on at least his, well, I don't know about it anymore. I think yeah. that might be changing too, but like We've in the history of Blading, anyway. they've been like the yeah. heel of the action sports. And so like, I think because of that, I would hope that a lot of people would be uh, compassionate to people who are in right. that situation in other areas. Yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. I have found, I've, I feel like that's true, but I've also thought it's funny that even though that's true, you know, we have everybody from all walks of life and we're a sort of smaller, tight knit, like creative community. It's still, there's, there's some of that stuck masculinity thing. I, it's gotta be from the whole skateboard thing, I guess, you know, like I think I remember that maybe. being a big deal where people totally, were really offended by it. And it's like, you had to prove yourself. Oh mm-hmm. man. I remember just going to the skate park where, that was filled with skateboarders, like putting my skates on skating so fast, just doing Royale, just mm-hmm. like poking my chest out, like yeah. trying like to like be a uh, alpha ish. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just because, because of the stigma, like, do you know what I mean? That, uh, yeah. it was just like, Oh, that's, that's well they use gay or uh fruit fruit boot but i think now it's changed to like because because i think even their community is becoming more conscientious of these yeah, words and stuff like that sure. so, so they just say kook or lame mm-hmm. thing now so i i think it's these other uh other critiques that mm-hmm. that come out of it but what i even think that's changing too so yeah i, 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 so I want to well. hang up hang up on that yeah and i like i guess it I don't mean to harp on skateboard. No, like there's yeah. so no, many no, no, things but, that have, but I think that's where it derives from, or at least started. Yeah, because you, you get that chip on your shoulder. Yeah. If, if you're in your 30s, like you remember those times mm-hmm. for sure. And I think also, regardless of your sexuality as a teenager, you're just you know hyper aware of stuff, and it's yeah. like you know don't get at me for this. Like I'm gonna prove you way wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, your identity matters a lot at that age, like versus and like. For me, like, you know, high, especially high school and all these years are like, you feel like you being judged is so important. Now, right. now I'm yeah, like, yeah. Now I'm like, <laughs> now you don't care. Now I'm like, I got my partner, point. I got my dogs, I yeah. got to go to work. I don't give a shit what anyone thinks exactly. about me. Exactly. Yeah. I got work, man. I got to pay the The shit that really matters in life about, like, <laughs> yeah, if you're yeah. cool or not. Yeah. But I think that's what's making rollerblading even better now. You know, we have so many of us that are older that are kind of reestablishing what it is, mm-hmm. you know, with that maturity and understanding of the world around us where when everybody was... When rollerblading was started, you know, we have our 13-year-old pros. Yeah. They're like, yeah. how are they going to kind of lead by example and the people that earn it now? Right. How is Randy Spicer going to... Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, guys, don't say mean stuff. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, are... be rad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
no so yeah it's it's a uh, definitely the maturity level of like the the community now it could definitely be used for some some good and of course yeah yeah I, I just i don't know i'm sure i could i know i've forgotten stuff that i'm definitely wanted to mention well <laughs> if, if, if you want you could do you have your notes andy yeah. Yeah. T- take well, a, take a peek at your notes, and and, and, then, and while you're taking a peek at yeah, your if notes, anyone has any questions. we're gonna ask the people who are watching live with us right now if they have any questions for Grant. Please start putting, line them up, putting them forward. So when we get to the guest part of the, company. we're getting a lot of love in the in the group chat, uh, Grant. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I also just want to say, man, thanks for for opening up because you know it's I, I think it's something that takes some courage, and I think it's something that's like really important just to speak about. So just want to thank you for having the. Uh, <laughs> the courage to the gusto as they say to uh to speak on it man because uh, i actually did pretty well with my notes <laughs> uh, did you yeah i there was a couple i impress myself sometimes <laughs> <laughs> but there's still you know it always feels like there's more to say or yeah. something to yeah. touch on but mm. you know you could i could struggle with it and sort of string together some more sentences but i just i don't know i i really appreciate you know having the opportunity even speak about it at all and that you know that this you know your podcast reaches so many so much of our community that like you said i hope there's some people that can gain some normalcy from just being like oh hey he's like a normal dude who's good at rollerblading and Mm -hmm. like he's gay yeah so well along the lines of that amanda lethal asks what can we do as a community to make sure we're openly accepting of others i yeah i mean I guess just like be open, you know, pay attention to the people around you, listen to their conversations, um, be supportive. You know, if, if you feel like somebody might be, I don't know, just kind of mention something like, it's so hard to say cause it's different for everyone. Like yeah. I, I remember not wanting to be like when I came out to my mom, she was like, Man, you know, I had an idea. You know, I thought maybe you were, but I didn't know how to talk to you about it. I feel like moms always know first. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? They, I mean, they kind of should. Yeah. Yeah. Mom. I, I feel so. like everyone who I know who said they came up to the mom, their mom's like, I had it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, we got <laughs> But in that instance, I was like, I'm glad you didn't. Because if you'd brought it up when I wasn't ready to, it may have it set me back. You, you know, yeah. I might have been like, no, I'm not. Mm. Yeah. And then it would have been a whole nother level of stuff or another layer mm. So it's it's hard yeah, to it's say true. about being, it's it's like it's, you don't want to say like oh what, did you say your boyfriend like are you gay you know you don't yeah. want to like call somebody out mm-hmm. on it but if it comes up you know you want to just make them feel like it's normal totally but also it being normal is sometimes not making a thing about yeah it. just let them do uh, their but yeah just they're... trying to be open and and understanding and you know careful of your language if if you feel like somebody seems maybe like they're kind of hanging back from things or not mm. really being involved. Like that's what I did for a long time. You know, I'd kind of keep myself on the outskirts of things so that I wasn't presented with the possibility of dealing with it. You know, if you kind of hang out, you kind of like Arizona trips, like, mm. I, I, you know, I wouldn't really go out with you guys. Yeah. You, after always, skating. you almost always stay behind. I kind of do my own thing. I used to use your ID. <laughs> 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 it is so oh, funny. I used to use your ID to not drink. <laughs> well, I used to drink at the time, probably. Yeah. Um, Austin used to drink means he had one beer. When he <laughs> we, I, I took his ID. I guess for some reason we used to go to Hooters for some reason out there. I, I don't even know if I was drinking or not, but I took your ID one time. And of course, we don't look alike, really. Yeah. And they were like, the leader's like, question yet? She's like, and obviously he has like blue eyes and stuff. And he says, <laughs> he says 
your eyes BL blue and I'm like no I mean it's black <laughs> <laughs> you did not yeah and then she's like okay fine that's good yeah. by the way I was like no I mean it's black and you just and like, I'm looking at James Johnson like <laughs> and as Grant's ID that's yeah, great fine. that's really lovely sorry to interrupt that <laughs> oh, that's cool but like that's the kind of thing at least for me where I wouldn't involve myself as much as I'd really want to be because it it's kind of reducing the amount of time I'd have to be like vulnerable you know, like a kind of, it's like a, a little, it's like, cause like, I guess you'd be like, yeah, being a w- hyper aware in these moments and then you get to like kind of relax that. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, if, if everybody went out or something, like I'd get to hang back and kind of recharge and be like, it, it takes energy to be hyper aware. And, yeah. I mean, maybe me more than other, like, I think that's part of my personality anyway. Um, but anybody I think who has something they feel is different or not as welcome is going to act like that. And maybe, yeah, being open about it when you're with groups of people or something, just pay attention to the people that might be more quiet. I mean, maybe they have something to share that they don't feel comfortable sharing. Um, You know, just be, I think we should all just be supportive of each other anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, And as a community, I feel like we're doing that more. I think so too. More people that speak out about issues that are important to them and try to get other people involved. Like, I mean, I've never been really... I guess sort of super political or like involved in too much. Um, so I don't know for me to say <laughs> that, you know, like tell other people to get involved. Well, I don't do it that yeah. myself, but you know, it's something you learn too. Like as, as you get older, like what's mm-hmm. important and mm-hmm. how to extend yourself that way. Yeah. To, to your point, what I got from what I, what I'm getting from this too is like, yeah, people are being more open about it, but just like, keep, keep going, keep being aware, making yourself more aware mm-hmm. being, yeah, I think it'll also that'll tie into, you know, other like issues that people have with each other and other, you know, groups of people who are, you know, are different, just yeah. ha- have other experiences and maybe aren't maybe feel scared or something like the openness just about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Righteous. Well said. Um, not human team s what's your What's your most memorable uh, moment and most challenging trick in your section for one for the road? Hmm. I like how he said a challenging trick because you, you, I see you battle a lot of tricks. Like you take, you fall, you said like you don't fall hard before, like you fall a lot. Yeah, I fall, <laughs> you a, lot. fall a lot. <laughs> Probably more than anyone else I've ever skated with. No, yeah. this Franco, come on. He falls no. more than Franco. Franco falls harder. Yeah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> Way harder. I like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. If yeah, I like dude. Oh, my God. If I felt like Franco. Yeah. <laughs> or like the frequency that I fall with the uh, like force. So you fall with a little more grace. More, yeah. I more think, frequent, but more grace. Yeah, I would okay. say so. Um, you're lighter than Franco. So well, you're... I think <laughs> Franco's that's not as intense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I could make these jokes about Franco, all day. I, yeah. <laughs> I think I do it a little bit on purpose, yeah, like mm. falling wise. Because like, if I know I'm not landing a trick, it's like a preservation mode, mm-hmm. or just like kind of tumble a little. Like you absorb the impact. Yeah, I've just learned to fall like that over the years. But I think, um, or I just give up if I know it's not working out and just like mm-hmm. <laughs> tuck into a little ball and like roll around. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to think of that section there. I feel like I, that was a year, like I skated so much like that. It was kind of, at least for me, I look back on sort of that time of like when I was like, I'm going to get better. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to really just kind of go for stuff. And that 
perspective started with the uh you know the, the dco like the delta city open street comps in detroit mm-hmm. when they started they did a thing where it's like you have to skate every spot so it'd be a street comp with like four or five spots and like if you do not skate every spot you, you can't win like wow. it doesn't matter mm-hmm. so i don't know i always go to competitions with the intent of just skate like i always just like to skate i've never have fun like yeah I yeah i've never mean. like gone to something and be like i'm gonna I'm win gonna take this i'm just one, like yeah. i want to skate i want to be part of the event i want to maybe encourage other people to skate mm-hmm. too and you know if i do good awesome but if not like who cares it was right. a good time and whoever won probably really did do awesome but uh that kind of like it it was like a kink rail at one of their spots i'm like man i would think of so many excuses not to skate this spot in sort of a normal session because i'm just like eh, i'm like getting old and i don't feel like hurting myself but yeah, yeah. for the cup, i was like ah, i gotta at least like participate and there was like sort of a thought process where I'm like just do it you know just make the choice to do the trick and you'll be fine mm-hmm. so i think like that time of one for them like i'm just gonna do everything i think i can <laughs> um nothing in particular stands out in your mind i'm thinking the maybe the there was a line on two handrails i had a top torque sole to a like rocket wall fish brain Mm -hmm. and it was you know not that long space between the landing of the rail and the Mm -hmm. wall rail and that was one i battled the rhythm you gotta get land and crouch position already like yeah 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 Yeah. and then it was like at least for me i don't really like wall rails so it was kind of a long one and it was a real stair rail one. I was like, I'm not good at these, but I like, I need another Is that trick. why you did it to yeah. kind of push your own boundaries, I guess? Yeah, exactly. And, but I, I definitely battled for that. Like I, uh, I mean, I like fell face down the stairs a couple of times. Damn. <laughs> like, I, uh, <laughs> you know, like just. That's very Franco-esque. Yeah. One of them was definitely. <laughs> now you're in contention. <laughs> but, you know, like missed the rail and like, you know, ended up like half gapping this, like that kind of thing. That one was hard. And then uh, the, I five forty'd like a, sort of do, like a handicap set, like there was like this little bank and then two handicap rails and I went off the bank, over over the handicap rails, and like spun I remember that. out yeah. around it and uh, I don't do a lot of that either, yeah. and I think at one point it was like I don't know if it was Tim one of the guys was like uh maybe you should stop <laughs> you know like i'd come close once and then i like 360 it like twice by accident yeah and yeah. then just started getting right like maybe it's always rough when a friend says that it's like... <laughs> yeah like like they should know, but it's right? also like f you dude yeah there was someone yeah. was like no i'm gonna do it yeah, yeah that's the total yeah and then I, I mean i did it yeah and i like that was one I remember actually I was like pumped on like I landed it and like stomped and like screamed (laughs) (laughs) I like how those become like the more memorable tricks that we personally have for ourselves which everyone be like oh he didn't do it that good just because like you're not really that kind of person at it Mm. but like inside you're like yeah that's like one of my favorite things I've ever done yeah and no one will ever think that that was actually one too because years ago I had like 360'd it and you know I was thinking of Rochester like that um, that section was almost all Rochester a couple of Syracuse, maybe one Buffalo spot. Mm-hmm. And so sort of thinking of spots where you're like, I want to go back and see if I can do something better. I'm like, but better is maybe something I can't do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, yeah, that one, yeah, I think that was more of the one I, I think of for that question. So very cool. Um, butter TV has a good one. JPS Rosie's box at winter clash, pickup truck at a town stomp or abandoned <laughs> warehouse at Delta city open. <laughs> well, I mean, I keep running to, 
JP Damn. everywhere. Yeah, because you go to every comp and so does he. Abandoned <laughs> warehouse though. Ugh. Yeah. Just I, for me. Like I've never been. But. Well, so the Rosie's thing was terrifying. <laughs> so and I um Did yeah. you didn't skate that really? Did I you? just uh ju- like aired into it mm-hmm. thinking that I was gonna build that up into something else and then I was just like, mm, mm-hmm. no thanks. No, yeah. I think is yeah. uh the pickup truck was terrifying. It was so cool, like just because it was a weird that looks thing. that looked very terrifying but it was kind of janky yeah <laughs> should have tightened the suspension on that truck before doing that stuff <laughs> yeah bouncy and then like the guardrail for somehow it slid great on your skates but the second anything like skin or clothes or what it just stopped dead no oh like so it's such a cringe i got like, just like feeling. ejected there was one where like i right at the end got ejected got my pants stuck and it like flipped me up and I, like I just landed like straight on my side on the uh, ground, like, so that I don't know what if we're choosing based on fun or are we choosing based on which was more terrifying. I think, I think fun. fun. Yeah, okay, Detroit. Like yeah, yeah Detroit. Detroit was awesome because uh, so I went to Detroit to hang out with Detroit guys. Like, I really like Detroit, and um, was getting some pictures to do a wheel scene thing. So look for that soon. Oh, there you uh, go. With uh, Chris Yard, we went out explored detroit like that that was pretty fun um but i usually go out there a little early and try to help set up for dco mm-hmm. and al and i like there was a warehouse spot that some people i guess skateboarders or something had made a couple little quarter pipes in and there was just don did a really sick trick on it and his vod just abandoned just... yeah i mean it's detroit yeah. it's kind of like that everywhere <laughs> this one was kind of different it was right on their um like market like public market area so it was. It had kind of the city in the background. Like it was a really cool spot. I was kind of surprised that you could skate it. There are other some of their other DIYs have been deeper. Yeah, but we went there with you know Al had some plans to build some obstacles for the competition, and that box was kind of like it was something he kept suggesting. And we're like, well, let's get you know the other stuff you were planning done, and also what are we going to do for coping? Like you know, so that box ended up we built it from scrap wood from like the building we just scrounged no everything way. except i think maybe he had one or two two by fours that's sick <laughs> all and organic materials from there <laughs> the the coping was actually like a, a pipe that was gas in the ceiling line? yeah what? so <laughs> you know that a lot of stuff had already been ripped out of there and there was just like this gas line kind of hanging it's like and she's this we were talking <laughs> about like ah oh, man we're, how are we gonna that's get crazy. that thing yeah. out of here and al had this like tiny pipe wrench and it just it came like like nothing it just came loose and uh there were these holes in the ground where Don did that trick in his VOD. He like cess slid and like the holes have angle iron in them. Yeah. And they're, they're long. The rim just fell straight in the hole, like in a pile of garbage. So it didn't get dented or anything Actually, like no. or bent. It wasn't loud. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Sick. And so we used that and built that box. So the whole thing with that, like building the box, yeah. the spot, um, and it turned into more like, I just wanted to go and skate it a little bit. And we ran into, that was after the competition. Like the, I mean that little box edit. And we ran it like Sam DeAngelis and um, Eric Miller were like skating. Yeah. We thought it'd be wet. It rained and like all the windows are open. So yeah. we were like, oh man, it'd be cool to skate there one more time before it's gone or somebody steals the coping to like, mm-hmm. you know, get money for. Mm-hmm. And we ended up going there and it was dry. And <laughs> Eric Miller and Sam DeAngelis, like they'd driven, I think the night before for the competition. What? And then we're still skating <laughs> like the box. That's sick. So it was cool. Like we ran into those guys. And then I was like, yeah, I'll like, I'm going to just do a couple of tricks like for an Instagram thing. Like, and he just kept putting, just like, Hey, why don't you try another one? Why don't you do another trick? 
and it's dark. I'm like, let's not set up lights. <laughs> and he's like, I've got them right here. <laughs> Sets Damn. up the lights. So we just Does it, does Al? Yeah. Yeah. Sh- big shout prepared. out Al. Al's the man. He's always prepared. Yeah. Al's always got everything. So that, I would choose the box. Sick. <laughs> Long explanation. Yeah. <laughs> big shout My out My answer, like box. <laughs> we'll do one more question before we wrap up. Um, well, Andrews wants to ask, uh, favorite skater from the past and your favorite contemporary skater. Hmm. Contemporary, contemporary. skater. I, I never use that, <laughs> hear that word being used in rollerblading. Ah, oh, that's always so hard. Um, I always pick Jeff Stockwell and Eric Bailey. Yeah, Jeff's way too good. Like Jeff Stockwell and Eric Bailey, really. I don't know. Like th- th- that's like almost like that. Almost <laughs> Jeff can be in either category. Yeah, I think yeah, they both yeah, be in either category. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to, like, if, if contemporary is in, like, sort of today, yeah. it, it's hard to choose. Like, because, uh, you know, I, don't, I think as we get older, we don't see skating the same way. Like, I remember, you know, even though everybody's like, our, like, it's funny to recognize that everybody's our age. Like, just earlier, we were yeah. like, we're the same age. Yeah. But I remember, you know, being, like, you know, 20 and be like, oh, my God, like, you know, looking mm-hmm. up to you or like looking up to other pros that I'm like, yeah. now like we're all the same age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just sort of funny to think of that in the past where like, yeah. it's hard to think of somebody who's like, who oh, your favorite skater now mm-hmm. because you're we're adult. all just like peers. Yeah. yeah. So back then, you know, it's easy to think of like Jeff Stockwell's always been a favorite. Mm-hmm. I always enjoyed Eric Bailey. So I'm like, that was a different era of appreciation. And I know what you, I think I know what you're saying. Like, I, I also don't want to pick somebody out, like leave somebody else. <laughs> Like now, is, is is there just like like one person that like you just like get inspired by lately or um i mean i i sort of i'm trying to think i haven't like thought of that yeah in a while so you were saying that like you your favorite some of your favorite people you looked up to were the same age as you but like i feel like now if you had a favorite skater most likely they're younger, younger. than you yeah, yeah. yeah. more or somebody it's a crazy thing about it that way you know it is, yeah. like what they're doing you know sort of anybody that's just doing stuff and i think it's hard too because you know our community's small so you get a big perspective of of everyone around but then also it's always you still end up sort of local you know yeah. where you might say somebody or like somebody skating nobody else has ever heard of mm-hmm. and i was always like you like wish more for that person or you're just like how do you not know who that is yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. um i mean just like i was just in san francisco like and skated with like cameron talbot and really fucking good sasha sims like yeah. we skate, got to skate that flower shop oh man thing. i saw you skating there so it's like that funny. thing is like, really really hard to skate it's so weird that thing is the toughest thing to skate ever but it's it's that kind of thing where it's like mm-hmm. you know i wouldn't have really known i know who they both are mm-hmm. but i wouldn't have a perspective of their skating in the way of when you session with somebody yeah and i had this a like, really awesome time skating that weird thing with two people who could also skate, skate that weird yeah. thing mm-hmm. um so I'm gonna not answer that last part. Of <laughs> That's fine with us. <laughs> uh, before we end it, shout out to October Farmer gave us a twenty dollars super chat. Oh wow, thank you. And um, before we wrap up again, just want to say thank you for being candid, open, and uh, yeah, I think a great uh, talk. I think it was a great talk, and I picked up a lot of shit from it. And hopefully, <laughs> a lot of people did too. Yeah, and I feel good about it. Definitely. I mean, I definitely. Uh, Is there anything else you wanted to say before we wrap up? I just want to like thank my sponsors that I never thought I'd have. So, <laughs> <laughs> who are your sponsors? Uh, Rosies and Caltech. Mm-hmm. So, which actually pronounced Rosies? No, I'm just kidding. So someone said Caltech uh, could be pronounced something else. <laughs> somebody too. said before, I forgot who said it. Damn it! Um, 
being from Rochester, the beginning of Rosie's is pronounced like Roch, like Rochester, Roch, Rochies, Rochies, right. Rochies. We're just going to leave that. <laughs> uh, straight from the Italians, it was more like roaches than like roaches. Anything. Okay. Like uh, with a rolled R mm-hmm. if you were actually going to say it. But I mean, we're American. We yeah, we say do things poorly Tomato, tomato. Or, that's it. Houston yeah. house. We call them, it sure. soccer, man. It's clearly football. Yeah, it's clearly <laughs> football. <laughs> um, all right. But yeah, just uh, thanks again. And um Hell yeah, Grant. Uh, uh, if you don't follow us, by the way, still, I don't know what you're doing because <laughs> you're watching this and you don't follow us. So that's really <laughs> weird. So go follow us. And you're going to want to follow us because we got more stuff coming on yeah, today. Yeah, we got a ton of stuff. Today's going to be an action, an action packed, action packed day. day. Is action packed the right? And we might even skate Maybe today. Not. Oh, ooh, it's, it's dry, nice outside. It's dry it looks like outside. I, I see a lingering of a sun. It's dry outside there. Cool. So we're going to have one more show coming on. Maybe get a session with these guys. Yes. Get you guys some Instagram, some stuff. YouTube, subscribe, notification bell. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. If you like what we're doing here, please support our Patreon. It gives us the ability to do this more. And also iTunes, five-star uh, rating and yep. a review if you like. A very nice review. Grant, please. Thanks please. again for everything. Thank you, guys. Hell yeah, Grant. Thanks for coming on. And thanks, everybody, for watching. Um, stay tuned. We'll be back soon. Cool. See you later. Peace.